everyone and welcome to the fourth show of our fourth season. I'm Dana. And I'm Jim. Today we're going to be discussing drinking holidays. But first, beer. Today's beer is a collaboration between our friends at the Beer Noggin in Bronxville, New York. In Bronxville, New York, and Wild East Brewing Company, not to be confused with Wild Yeast, um, which is a popular ingredient in some saisons and other beers. Funky beers. Funky beers that have wild cultures in them and fermentation mm-hmm. ales and things of that nature, which Wild East really focuses on. Uh, wild East is located in Brooklyn, New York, at 623 Sackett Street. Uh, their tap room hours right now are Monday, 3 to 8 p.m., Tuesday to Wednesday, 3 to 10 p.m., Thursday, 3 to 11, Friday, 2 p.m. to midnight, Saturday, 12 p.m. to midnight, and Sunday, 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. They do not take a day off. Wow. These guys are working hard. <laughs> so they got together with our friend Brendan Carroll, who's the owner of Beer Noggin, uh, and they did a canned series called Tour de Table which is a dry hop table beer, uh, and it is uh, dry hopped with Montueca. It's a 4.5 ABV, very simple to drink table beer, uh, and Brendan was geeked out about this one. Uh, Dan Fennell, one of the managers and, and head bartenders at Beer Noggin, actually went down to Brooklyn and worked with the guys on this beer uh, to cool. brew it, which was pretty cool. So we're going to try it out right now. So there's a little rye in this as well. So it's wheat, malt, and they have a little rye mixed in as well. So it's going to be interesting. Thank you. Just pouring this out. Uh, it is bright and effervescent. Super bubbly. Good head to it. Super bubbly. We'll put a, a photo of this on yeah. our Instagram. You can see the bubbles. That's crazy. Oh, I like that. Cheers. Ooh, look at yours. It's really effervescent. Very easy to drink. Again, it's a 4.5. They have plenty of cans of this at Beer Noggin in the fridge, so you can go check them out at 102 Craft Avenue. There's other styles available also this week, so just go by and see. Or look on their um, Instagram, and I'm sure it says what things are available. Okay, so you ready to talk about holidays? drinking holidays sure so the reason i thought about this was today is may 9th sure it is mother's day it is a holiday most recently cinco de mayo just passed and i thought to myself because you know we're all like oh cinco de mayo in the before times before the time of covid Everybody would rush to whatever Mexican bar. Is that what they're called now? The before times? That's what I call it. What no. do you call it? Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. I just don't want to even say COVID. So I'm just saying the before times. Pre-plague. Right. Uh, the lo- the latest plague. Um, you know, everybody would go to like what is their local Mexican restaurant. Um, they would have margaritas if you're doing it at home like we're all doing it now. You make some nachos, some tacos, some burritos. You make your own margaritas at home. But it made me wonder, like, what is Cinco de Mayo? Like, what exactly are we celebrating? Is it an actual real holiday? So Cinco de Mayo, May 5th, 1862. Wow. Right. 
victory over France at the, ba the Battle of Puebla during the Franco-Mexican War. It's a relatively minor holiday in Mexico. Okay. So that made me think, okay, so I've heard the same thing about St. Patrick's Day. That in Ireland, it's not really a big deal. So, well, St. Patrick it, was Italian. Okay, we'll get into it. Hold on. So this made this this brought me down like the the wormhole, as they say. So Cinco de Mayo is an actual holiday. It's a thing. <clears throat> it's not a big deal in Mexico, but as Americans, we turn it into a drinking day. Yeah. Thanks, Corona. So. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day, same thing. So what do you know, as a half-Irish-American, what do you know of St. Patrick's Day? I think we talked about this on the show we before. Did. That St. Patrick is really San Patricio. He's an, uh, an Italian uh, man of Roman Catholicism that went on pilgrimages around uh, Europe to spread the word of Catholicism and the word of Jesus Christ, so, etc. So he was known, best known, for fleeing Ireland of their snakes. Their okay, snakes where does that story come from? Because when I looked this up for this, I saw nothing about snakes, and I've heard from like my Irish friends, like it had nothing to do with snakes. Where, where does that I don't come know. from? I have no clue. I don't know. That's what I've heard. Yeah, That's okay. what I was taught. We were taught many false things when we were younger. Facts. Yeah. Santa, Easter Bunny. Black people are bad. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so St. Patrick's Day, I have that he died on March 17th, so we're celebrating his birthday. St. Patrick was a patron saint of Ireland, born in Roman Britain, is what I have, in the late 4th century. He was kidnapped at 16 and taken to Ireland as a slave. He escaped but returned to convert the Irish to Christianity. Yeah. So what do we know what religion the Irish were before this? Like he converted them to Christianity, so do we know what they believed before that? <clears throat> well, they were ruled by England, right? And they were right. mostly Protestant, so I would think... Okay, so I, I not to delve too deep in this, this isn't all Christianity? I yeah, thought it like, is, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Let's... But to make them all Catholic? Because this is Christianity. Religion is insane. <laughs> it's the reason for all wars. Great. Good idea. But this is another day that Americans have taken. It's like, oh, we should shit face. Biology and science is cool. Big Bang Theory is cool. Um, <laughs> but is it true that in Ireland it's not a big day? Like St. Patrick's Day, like it's acknowledged, but it's not like what we do here. No, because we're drunk Americans and that's what we do. So can we discuss why that is? Why do we take other holidays? Like, ah, why do we? Why do we start a beer podcast? Because we like drinking the, beer. But it's the appreciation of beer. It's not to, like, get shit-faced. It's to talk about specific beers, what we like about the beer, what we don't like about the beer. It's not to get, like... You're never going to be able to control the... What's the word I'm looking for? Consumerism and marketing. I don't want to. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Like yeah, why? I understand. Why that. it is? It just is. I mean, <laughs> have you gone to? We all went to college. Colleges are insane, but and the why drinking is it culture it's leads to being an adult thing. with drinking. But culture. why is it an American thing? Like other countries don't have this issue. Because like they drink binge drinking. Why well, not? Why? Because they start very early. Is that why? So you like think? in Europe, when I studied in Spain, yeah, uh, you know. A, 
12, 13, 14-year-old would get a little glass. Like, we're drinking out of these little tiny taster glasses that yeah. we probably got at a beer festival, right? Lapfest. So, oh, yeah, which is a great festival. Mm-hmm. But, like, you, you would get a little bit of red wine or, or whatever okay. with dinner. And it wasn't a big deal. You were introduced to it when you were younger. Yeah. And when you get older, yeah, you have a couple of cocktails when you go out or whatever. But they shut it down. Like, I would go out with people from my family at my homestay and they would not drink in excess. It would be a couple of drinks and it would go back to the home. Americans go out and they get shit canned and they wake up in the drunk tank in prison and they not so prison but you, jail, holding cell. Did you find that cell. when you that's a great example, when you were in Spain, was it all the American kids and like yeah, the locals? The locals us. were like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, they hated us. Which I what about the peep the family you stayed with? Not when, me, because nobody hates me. No one hates you, baby. Nobody hates me. Um, the family you stayed with, were they ever like, hi, me? <laughs> we're like, what is the up with you Americans? Then you're the woman you say, was, was anybody yeah, ever so, like, what oi, is oi, oi, uh, They'd be like, son, son Americanos, son, you know, los Americanos Baracho. son uh, <laughs> cochinos or pigs, like drunken oh, pigs. Oh, shit, not even Cochinos, barachos, yeah, just like in the street, just doing stupid stuff. That's fascinating to me that <clears throat> as long as this country has been around, we're still like that. Yeah. Like, we still have these specific holidays we've taken, not taken, but like, taken in as like, oh, we want to embrace this, but we've made it something it was not originally. <laughs> Yeah, we have the the amazing ability to do that. And I don't see it changing because, like Spain, for instance, they take things more leisurely. They have a siesta. They A lot of um, European countries um, give their people, like, max vacation weeks. They, every other country, it seems, does all these amazing things to make sure their people are relaxed and easy. And in America, it seems to me... It's all like money, money, money. Well, like, I've, I've had many trips to New York City on St. Patrick's Day, on and around St. Patrick's yeah. Day, right? Where, so on St. Patrick's Day, when they have the parade down Fifth Avenue and the whole nine, where we marched in the parade one year, you have all of these guys from these pipe and drum corps and everything. Sometimes, you know, they only see each other a few times a year. Yeah. And then, so to get together, get on a bus and, and bus into the city and be together for that whole day. It's like a brotherhood thing, right, right? Right. And they get to play, going, and it's like a, a ceremonial thing. Yeah. And then they go out and they have a few drinks afterwards, and then you have like the college age kids that come in just for the purpose. Of, they ride the commuter rail in. All the commuters on that day can't stand it because yeah. they're you know already drunk on the way in right. and the whole nine. But it's just for some people, it's a very ceremonial ceremonial day where right. like they're celebrating their heritage. For other people, it's a they're getting boxed. Like, yeah. that's it. It's the only... And, like, thing. other countries clearly have colleges, but their college-age kids don't <clears throat> behave the way we do. And it just... That's fascinating to me, and I really think it's because this is a capitalistic country. Yep. Um, and I'm all for, like, if you have an idea and make money for it, I'm not saying anything against that. But for some reason, because we're a capitalistic country... We also don't hold the values of other countries of siesta, take a break, give your people six weeks vacation, like whatever it is other countries do. Longer maternity, paternity, right. longer vacation. It shouldn't, to me, it shouldn't be one or the other. Mm-hmm. We can do all the things, 
Because college binge drinking really is an issue. Yeah. Um, okay. Especially hazing and fraternities yes. and sororities. I was going to pledge a sorority and their hazing had nothing to do with alcohol. The reason I didn't do it, it was um, the violence that ensued, which, oh, wow. which is also a thing. We're like, oh, that's how you know the person loves you, that your brother or your sister. Like, I don't believe in that shit. Don't. If you love somebody, you don't put your hands on them. So yeah. that, that's another podcast. Uh, so and the next holiday I found to be like the next drinking holiday was Halloween, which is my favorite holiday, as you guys already know. But I found this information that I never heard before, so I'm not sure this is true. It says it was brought to us by Irish immigrants. Never heard that. He used to celebrate the evening before a Catholic festival. Hold on, skip the page. This is all true. Of All Saints Day. I've heard that. That's the thing. I didn't think it was all Irish, but we've all heard it was the day before All Saints Day. Um, it was remembering the souls that had... That had not gone to heaven and the fleeting earthly existence in the ass and skulls and crossbones and symbols like that were widely popular and it became a, a symbol also of like death and decay which i get that and i love halloween i love horror movies but as an adult it's turned into oh let's dress up and get shit faced again strictly an american thing so then going down the wormhole i was like all right well let me look up just like drinking holidays like things that legit were like we are this is the point of the day to drink yeah can you go to other countries can you like guess what would like, might be a drinking holiday or or if you had to pick a holiday on your own like what would you make a drinking holiday like let's celebrate this and it's a day to drink um i don't know surprise me okay <clears throat> we're gonna start in iceland it's called Beer day. <laughs> ice luge day. Um, so the origin is in the 80s. I'm thinking it's older. It was March 1st, 1989. It was the nation's prohibition law was abolished in 1989. Is there Are there any breweries in Iceland? Glad you asked. 75 years of prohibition um, lit a fire under a community as microbrews can now be found all over town. I did not... There were listed some... There's only I one town in Iceland? Well, no. This <laughs> is like the one town town. that like Beer Day was originated. And there are microbreweries listed. Um, it was like uh, 17 consonants and like one vowel. I didn't write them down. But they exist. Listeners, if you care, Google Beer Day in Iceland. All right. The second one I found was Australia Day. No surprise to me. Australia. I feel like those are big drinkers. Did you ever go to Australia, hang out with Australians when you were in Ireland? Because the rumor and the stories are always like, they always have like drinking songs, they're always together, like big like rugby dudes. Did you ever experience that? No, but uh, Brum told me some stories because she studied over there. So she studied in Australia think, for yeah, how long? In Perth on the um, on the west coast, and she share a story she, with us. She can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, they used to do something with the flip of a coin. I think they would flip a coin and the, the person who lost would have to chug the rest of their beer or something. It was like Isn't that also like the American <clears throat> game like what's the quarters? Is that a quarters? Like the same no, type it's of like trying to get it into a shot. Right. This was very simple. This was flip a coin, you pick and if you lose Like you heads or tails? Yeah. 
So, <laughs> you just really want yeah, to drink. She told me. Yeah, she told me a few stories. Of you got a 50-50 shot of drinking. If we asked her now, she probably wouldn't remember. No, no. Half of them. So. Okay, so Australia Day, January twenty-sixth, commemorates the arrival of British. I didn't understand this, and maybe after reading it loud, you can tell me why I don't understand this. Commemorates the arrival of British ships at Sydney's Port Jackson in seventeen eighty-eight. Captain Arthur Phillip led his fleet from Great Britain to the land down under, and Aussies have been toasting to his honor ever since. Why? Why is that a big deal? This British dude, I don't. It didn't explain why I'm like so. This one dude shows up. Okay, maybe he brought booze to the island. Maybe. And while it's no secret that our friends in Oz, right, love to party, this particular drinking holiday results in the country's highest number of medical treatments. For intoxication for people under the age of 25. Jeez. Don't let the arrest and ER visits scare you off. Although this holiday is rambunctious, it's also a time to celebrate Australia's culture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what's being celebrated. Oh, I think it's... So this is like an American thing to me. Like We're just going to get shit-faced. Yes. We don't know who... Uh, Captain Arthur Phillip was and while we're celebrating this British dude coming to Australia was it like the first dude to visit Australia like why are we <laughs> celebrating this I don't understand and to be the number one day for treatments at the ER for kids under 25 that's crazy yeah okay this other one is this is uh, number three on my list um, up heli ah I don't know it's like capital A lowercase a up Kelly, ah, it's uh, yeah. Shetland, Scotland, and okay. it celebrate the last Tuesday in January. Want to get tipsy and light stuff on fire? <laughs> <laughs> Up, Helly, ah, uh, and if I'm mispronouncing this, I'm sorry to anybody listening that knows better. Also known as Viking Fire Festival. That sounds interesting. It's a raging celebration that's uh, compared to Mardi Gras, which... I know Mardi Gras. We don't set shit on fire. No. Not on purpose, at least. (laughs) Citizens take to the streets to mark the end of the Yule season while celebrating Viking heritage. Okay. Okay. A procession is led by an elected geezer jarl. Don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Sorry. The geezer jarl dresses as a notable figure from Norse mythology and leads the jarl squad... Which can be made up of 70 people. So there's the geezer Jarl, who's yep. the head. And then there's the Jarl squad, okay. which is up to like 70 <clears throat> people. There's an additional thousand geezers. Geezers. That carry torches throughout the town. The focal point of the procession is the galley. It's a replica Viking ship constructed just for the parade. At nightfall, the ship is set on fire by the Jarl squad. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, this is like every stereotypical thing you've heard of Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> Which what I know about Vikings is from Rose Nyland on The Golden Girls. Okay. Um this kind of sounds like fun to me, honestly. Would you I mean food hasn't been mentioned, but it's haggis. I was gonna say herring. And that smoked herring, canned herring. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like fun. Sardines. And it's funny to me that the main dude is elected. It's just not like, oh, who wants to do it? No, there's like an election. There's a yeah, vote. It's like the marshal of the parade. 
which is not normally an election. It's like somebody says, you want to do it? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would go to this one. That one sounds like a lot of fun. Okay, so then I looked up unique holidays because these are all interesting to me. Do you know of any, like, New York State, Croton? Does Croton have any holidays that are celebrated, like special days of note you want to mention, like growing up? Um, the Harry Chapin Race for Hunger. Who is Harry Chapin? He's a musician. Harry Chapin Carpenter or Harry Chapin? Did I just make that name up? I don't know. Okay, so is is Harry Chapin from Croton? I think so. Okay. Now, now you're gonna ask me questions I don't know too much about. Okay, so anyway, let's just say he's a, from that area. It was a race, uh, like a 5K, 10K to fight uh, hunger, starvation. Did you ever participate in the race? No, I think Tommy ran it maybe last year, the year before. Oh, recently. So as kids growing up, you guys never. Did you go to the race and watch people? They do like a fun run for like. Would you just go hang out and watch people run? Mm Mm-hmm. That's cool. Okay, so then I looked up like state holidays. Colorado. Frozen dead guy days. You want to guess what that is? No. What is it? Nederland, Colorado. Didn't know that was a thing. Nederland. Celebrate one of the town's most unique inhabitants, a cryogenically preserved gentleman by the name of Brito Morstel. Morstel? Morstel. M-O-R-S-T-O-R. He's got frozen frozen Morstel. (laughs) They gather for three days of freezing fun, including live music, coffin racing. That sounds like fun. Live music, coffin racing. Costume polar plunging and frozen t-shirt contest. A frozen t-shirt cut, not a wet t-shirt. I mean, it has to be wet at some point, but I imagine that's got to be painful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, cut a nipple. <laughs> or the nipple could cut you. Yeah. <laughs> Just <Either> not. <laughs> I, I want to know what a coffin race looks like, though. <laughs> I'm assuming it's on ice. Like what? I don't know. Okay, Delaware. Return day. Any guess as to what return day is in Delaware? You return all the things that you bought that for that year that you don't want anymore. I like that. That's that's good. Yep. Held two days after election day every two years. Started in the 18th century. It's in Sussex. So Sussex, Sussex residents would have to travel to Georgetown to cast their votes. And then have to return two days later for the results. So clearly this is in, in olden times for technology. So due to technology, you don't really need to do that anyway. But they still celebrate the day. They celebrate it with original tra- traditions like a carriage parade. An ox roast. Mm. And the ceremonial bearing of a hatchet. Jeez. <laughs> Which, I think these are cool. Like, I don't know why you do any of this. But just the fact that... These are things that these, like, certain towns have done for so long. I think it's fun. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think they're just cool things. Uh, so I wrote down some upcoming holidays that I thought... So every... It, if you have one of those calendars that tells you, like, weird things, if you Google holidays... Cheeseburger legit, day. There is a cheeseburger day. Every day... There's a hamburger of day, the probably year. not a cheeseburger. 
No, there. I saw. I looked up a calendar of holidays. Every day there are at least like five different things per day. So whatever you can imagine, it exists. So these are things that I wrote down. I wrote down something for the rest of the year. Um, May 9th. Oh, that's today. Today is National Lost Sock Day. Oh. Imagine what you're supposed to do today. Uh, look for your lost socks. You get rid of all the single socks. Which makes sense. Because every household has Ro- Rocco that actually single mentioned sock. That. Rocco mentioned that on his Instagram. Did he? What did he say? And the second thing he said was Happy Mother's Day to his <laughs> wife and his son. It was pretty funny. So he knew today was National Lost Sock Day. Yeah. So guys, this makes sense to me. Like once a year, we all have those wandering socks just waiting to meet their match. If it's been a year, that sock is gone. I don't know where it happens. I, years ago, you said there was a sock gnome that steals a sock. I don't know. Also, somebody told me there's a place in the dryer you have to like look in the back of, and there's a bunch of shit back there. Maybe that's where your socks a are. A lint trap? No, not the lint trap. No, um, something inside. I don't know. I forgot what it was. But if you cannot find these socks, just let them go. The other ones are not. They're lonely. So, so there's a bunch of burnt socks in that. I guess they're disintegrated now. I don't know. But I think that's a good thing. No matter where the socks have gone, once a year, pull out your singlets and just let them go. Yeah. Um, June 2nd, National Bubba Day. It's to celebrate all the people named Bubba. 1.9 out of 100,000 people in this country are named Bubba. Wow, that says a lot. Have you ever met a Bubba? No. Do they all live in Panama City? Um, there's a bunch of Bubbas in Louisiana. So to me, they're all in the South. I know the South and the Midwest share a bunch of like common threads. I don't think. Do you think there's Bubbas in the Midwest? I don't know. I've never uh, been to the Midwest. I don't know. Would you guess? Sure. There's a couple of Bubbas in Kansas City. Maybe. I don't know. But also, Bubba in the South has become, like, a stereotypical name of, like, a certain type of dude. So, hats off to Bubba's on June 2nd. July 8th. I wrote this one down just for you, my love. National Video Game Day. Are you excited about that? Are you going to play all day long? Uh, fall 1958, physicist William Higginbotham invented a tennis-like game, very similar to the 1970s Pong. So 1958 was the first video game. I didn't know that. That's impressive to me. Did you have any idea when the first video game was made? No. I, I think that's very cool. And you are a video game person. What what games do you like to play currently? Pac-Man. That is not what you... And, and Pong. <laughs> what, what video and Mortal Kombat. Street Fighter? Baby. What are they? Um, Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man. <sighs> okay. Moving on. This is a great one. Uh, August 13th, National Prosecco Day. It's your favorite day. I will be celebrating it Uh to the fullest of my ability. Prosecco is a great invention. It is a champagne not made in the Champagne region of France, so you cannot call it a champagne. 
It is a sparkling wine. It is Italian. It is usually drier than a champagne. Um, and I enjoy it. Nice. Another day that uh, we should mark on the calendar. September 19th. Wife Appreciation Day. Let me just say that again. September 19th. Wife Appreciation Day. What do you think should happen in those days? I'm busy that day. Oh, damn. The whole day? <laughs> the whole day. That is... See me on the 20th. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> All right, going on October. October 12th is National Gumbo Day. Nice. Do you know what the word gumbo means? Or the even the origins of the word gumbo? means full husband. And what what um, nationality did that word come from? Where did it come from? Gumbo. The Cajuns. And it means full husband. <laughs> full husband? Yeah, I'm full. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. Uh, no. It's West African and it means okra. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, November 3rd. Another day uh, because of this year has been near and dear to my heart. It's National Housewife Day. <laughs> Westchester Housewife. <laughs> and uh, Dana's going to star on since, the show. <laughs> since June, well, I was going to say since June 2020, I was, I get, does it count? I was in Louisiana, so I wasn't really a housewife. Was I a housewife? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've been a housewife for almost a year. And according to this website, a housewife is considered a domestic engineer budget manager, and an organizer. I would agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Then uh, December, our last month of the year, this one I thought about you, uh, December 10th, National Salesperson's Day. Yep. Founded in 2000. How would you like to celebrate that day? Probably by selling something like I always do. <laughs> Every day in my life. <laughs> How do you... Do you feel like that's a fulfilling thing to do? Sure. Okay. Whatever puts money in the in food. Do you enjoy table, it though? Right? Like a lot of people hate their jobs. Do you, I feel I'm only asking because I feel like you really do enjoy it and you get something out of it. I think that this is like I, perfect I, for you. Yeah, I do enjoy it. I enjoy um, providing my customers with something that's going to allow them to make a living. And make more of a living, I guess you would say, right? So, yeah, increases their revenue. So, it uh, it is enjoying on a daily basis. So, I also looked up some forgotten holidays. Yep. <laughs> what what are the forgotten holidays? What would you guess? C- cadaver in your day. in your know. mind, like what could have been like a holiday? Don't look at my paper. Think of something that might have existed years ago. Cheese day. Okay, tell me what. Walk me through Cheese Day. Well, Cheese Race. The Cheese Race was funny. Where was that? Where is that? I forgot. Uh, Did we discuss UK, that? UK, I think, right? Don't they chase the wheel of cheese down the hill? Is it France? like a small, a small town that like is known for like making really good cheese? I don't remember the reason, but there's the wheel of cheese. I think it's in the UK. It's one wheel of cheese that's. On some hill. It's the most insane thing you'll ever see. And people are trying to... They're not trying to actually catch the cheese, but just like beat it down, right? Just run. It is a steep green hill where people 
tumble ass over. It's just like it's yeah, breaking crazy. limbs and collarbones and yeah. And I don't even think the winner gets money. I think it's just like oh, you won that year, no, right? I think Was they there? Get money. I do think they? they get money. Yeah. And a year's supply of cheese. <laughs> no, they get that wheel of cheese. It's just that cheese. Yeah. Okay, Patriots Day. Do you know what that is? Because it's something that's celebrated in, in New England. Massachusetts. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you they know do what the Boston do you, Marathon on that day? Do you know what it's celebrating? Sam Adams <laughs> and beer. April nineteenth marks the anniversary of the battles of Lexington and Concord. Yes. You. Oh, now you know. Yes. Okay, continue. Go. You, you reminded me. Okay, go ahead. Tell me the rest. So that day celebrates the battles <laughs> of Lexington and Concord. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. The opening salvos of the American Revolution. Yes. The holiday celebrated Massachusetts and Maine, formerly parts of Massachusetts, and something I didn't know until I researched this, Wisconsin. That's why the New England Patriots are called the New England Patriots. The New England states now celebrate the third Monday in April rather than the 19th itself. Nowadays, the rest of the country hears about Patriots Day. It's usually in the context of the Boston Marathon. Yes. All right, this is a New York holiday called Pinkster. Any clue what that is? I'm going to decline. Now, guess. What do you think Pinkster is? Uh, I don't know. New York State holiday celebrating. We don't review any of this information before we record the show. Who's so we? No clue. You and I don't <laughs> review this, so I have no fucking clue what Pinkster That's is. That's the fun of it. I want you to guess. Okay, I, I don't know what okay. it is. Uh, it's New York holiday celebrating spring, held in May or early June. That's ridiculous. Pinkster gets its name from the Dutch word for Pentecost. But although the Dutch brought the holiday to the New World in the 17th century, it evolved into a celebration observed mostly by slaves and free blacks. Phillipsburg Manor, a historic site in Hudson Valley town of Sleepy Hollow, is among the institutions that keep the holiday alive to this day with the annual Pinkster Festival. Look at that. Right? Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Arbor Day. Any idea what that is? We've heard of it before, but you know what it is? Celebration of trees. The celebration of trees began in Spain and has spread around the world. It was established in the United States and the United States in 1872. Given a boost in 1907 with the great environmentalist President Theodore Roosevelt issued an Arbor Day proclamation to the school children of the United States observed in the U.S. on the last Friday in April. It is a civic holiday in Nebraska. Tree in Spanish is Arbol. Well, then you got that right. May Day. Any clue what that is? May Day, May Day. We're going down. You think that's what we celebrate? What? Is that something? Okay. I was making a joke. It failed. <laughs> Tommy will laugh at it. Traditionally, a spring festival held on May 1st. May Day in the United States is... Oh, what? And many other countries became known as International Workers' Day, which is totally different in my brain. The labor movement celebration associated with... The socialist and communist movements. Not surprisingly, on the onset of the Cold War, it lost most of its popularity in the U.S. May Day remains a public consciousness, however. In 2012, the Occupy movement 
called a general strike on May Day. I always thought May Day to celebrate the first day of May. Yeah. I had no idea that's actually what it was about. That's interesting. <laughs> flag Day. What, what do you what think? What about Flag Day? I'm asking you, what do you think it is? Celebrations of all flags. Flag Everywhere. Day in the United States commemorates the ad- adoption of the nation's flag on June 14, 1777. Established as National Flag Day by Congress in 1949, it's not an official federal holiday, but Pennsylvania celebrates it as a state holiday. A number of towns and cities use it as a fine excuse for a parade. Evacuation Day. It's a New York holiday. What do you think that is? Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, Used to celebrate Evacuation Day every November 25th. It's the date in 1783 when the British occupying forces withdrew from New York City at the end of the Revolutionary War. Oh, okay. Evacuation Day faded from prominence when Abraham Lincoln proclaimed the National Day of Thanksgiving. which falls at almost the same time. Evacuation Day was further obscured by World War I. The United States military ties with England became much more important than commemorating a war between the two countries. The Sons of the Revolution in the state of New York still mark Evacuation Day every (laughs) year. Boxing Day. This one always confuses me because I don't understand the reason for it, but I've heard of it. Do you know what Boxing Day is? Oh, God. Boxing Day is the 26th of December. What do you think it celebrates? Uh, all the pugilists. Okay. Do you know what that means? Boxers. Fighters. Uh, it's, what's the difference? Little known in the U.S., Boxing Day, usually the day after Christmas, correct? Because boxers are dogs, too. Oh, wow. Well. Uh, is a bank holiday in the British Commonwealth Nations. Though a secular holiday, it probably got its name from boxes used for church contributions or for gifts given to servants on that day. That's interesting. Boxing Day 2014 will be the 10th anniversary of the terrible earthquake and tsunami that took so many thousand lives in Indonesia and Sri Lanka. Yeah, I didn't read that through. Yeah, so that was Boxing Day. All these people died. Let's <laughs> celebrate. Um, is there, I know I asked you this before at the top of the show, but now listening about all these like random holidays, holidays that started for a legit reason, is there a day that you think, oh, this would be a good holiday going forward? National Beer Noggin Day. And Brendan, it, make it happen. Okay. It's the anniversary of Beer Noggin. That's the best day. Okay. But we weren't able to have it because of COVID. We're not even post-COVID yet, so who knows if we're going to have it this summer. Well, right. We didn't have it. It's in June, right? Mm-hmm. So we didn't have it June 2020. Um, I don't know if June we're not 2020. Okay, so for the listeners that don't live in New York, don't live in Bronxville, describe anniversary parties of the past. Tell them, walk them through what those parties looked like. No, it's great. It's just kind of celebrating what the guys did to create uh, a craft beer atmosphere in Lower Westchester County, creating a store where you can come in, you can have a pint off the draft and off of twelve rotating taps. You can try different craft beers from around the globe. They've had international beers in there before, but especially craft beer from around the United States. 
get to know about different craft breweries. Because before that, you could only really do that through, like, a mail order. And, like, you didn't really know what you were getting. Now there's, like, websites like Tavor. Uh, and there's, like, beer share uh, groups on Facebook where you can have, you know, members of the share groups from different parts of the country. And they can kind of do trades of cans with uh-huh. their friends yeah. that are, you know, part of the group. So it's really, like, an evolving culture so like any type of holiday surrounding craft beer i think is really cool describe specifically though what those parties would be like because i feel like if you weren't there uh, i mean like, like you... COVID times you're like you're stuck in your little cubicle box right. like or whatever this. when you go and hang out the before that the whole place was packed and it's not like a place that's like large so it was uh interesting they had to get a bouncer the first year right yeah yeah Like, mainly to check IDs and make sure that, you know, people were of age and, and, you know, it didn't get too rowdy or whatever. I don't know if they got one the first year or they got it the second year because of what happened. I think it might have been the second. So this, I think, will be year seven. I'm sorry if this is wrong, Birinaga, but I think this is year seven. Yeah. This June. Because they missed year six, I think, right? Um... So the place like four, we missed five. This would be six. So, like Jim said, it's a small place, um, just physically. Yeah. Uh, and so the back door and the front door will be open, and it's June, so it's warm out in yeah. New York. Yeah. There would be fans yep. overhead to try to keep people cool. Correct. Uh, people, it's also a sharing space, so people are free to bring beers in to share with one another. Yep. So on this specific day, people would save things like, oh, this is something special I got, blah, blah, blah. So people would be bringing sh- beers to share. We would have like big um oh uh like champagne sized bottles of a special beer being poured around there would be there would be um tasting glasses just moving around like hors d'oeuvre style like here like taste it would be such a fun event of just like hey guys thank you for supporting this place appreciating this place coming here it was just such a special day to support this special bar that we all love but it would be a shit show because there would be everybody and it doesn't matter whatever the day is it is if it's a tuesday a friday the day is what it is it'd be everybody that worked there would show up and we'd all just be sweating. They would always do it on the weekend. They would never have it during the week. Would it never be on the day? I thought it was. They always had it on the weekend around where the day was. Okay. All right. Because they couldn't have a party like that. Okay. It was just always crazy. Yeah. But super, super fun. So hopefully, I know that New York City is opening up 100% July 1st, I believe. Yes. Uh, the Nog anniversary is in June. I don't know what that means for Westchester, but I'm hoping that that means we could have an old school Nog party like we used to or something at least close to it. Yeah. Because those guys are great. Their beers are great. This was a great collaboration with Wild East. Hopefully we can do a show with them soon in the future because they were on our calendar before COVID hit. Um, so... Looking forward to getting back to how things used to be and visiting more bars, more breweries, having um, a lot of good times. If you guys have a beer or a brewery you want us to check out, please let us know because we're, we're looking forward to booking things in our calendar. 
If there's a topic or something funny you think would be cool to talk about, please hit us up with that too. Because we're, we're ramping up to do more shows and getting back to um, doing what we used to do on a regular basis. Yes. Uh, anything you want to add about holidays or the nog, my love? No, I think if you guys are thirsty for more, you can listen to us on... On Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public... Please give us a, a five-star review if you are so inclined. If you think we suck, don't give us a review at all. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that about that. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.